Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the God's Country Podcast where we talk about faith, family, and the outdoors. I am Josh sitting here with my good buddy Hess at Deer Camp. Finally at Deer Camp. First podcast recording from Deer Camp. So we have a uh, we have a cabin down here. I say we. It's it's not mine. It's my dad's. It's but it's it's we. It's ours. It's, it's mine. Too. <laughs> we claim it. But yeah. um, th- dad bought a property. Uh, Mom and dad bought a property down here about three years ago, and we roughed it for a little bit and tents and the old, old the old camper from uh, it's like a fourteen foot camper from the eighties. Yep. Dad's kind of remodeled a little bit, and uh, then after that, we have officially upgraded. And I think about this time last year, Dad was kind of putting the finishing touches on the cabin, and now it's uh, our it, favorite place to be. Listen, if it was up to me, and my wife will not agree to it, I would live down here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, to kind of paint the picture. It's a uh, it's just a small cabin. I think it's like maybe fourteen by twenty four ish with a double loft and couches, and it's everything you everything you need. We're sitting here with the fireplace on. Looking at the uh, looking at the dog laying on the couch sleeping, sitting yep. here at the table, just uh, just enjoying it. When this was just a conversation of a podcast, this was like this was the setup that I like it envisioned in my brain, right? Like <laughs> us just sitting here, it's late, like you know. I, th- I think we've peaked. <laughs> we, we, might, we might have, but that's okay. Like I said, but but we made it. Whenever we were trying to figure out how we were going to do this and you know what platform we were going to record on and all that all the kind of behind the scenes things that you don't really think about until you kind of embark on the thing of okay we're going to try to start a podcast our main concern is can we do it without internet so we can record at the cabin right and we found out how to do it we, we think as long as this is recording and we get it to work you all may never hear this <laughs> <laughs> i can't say that on every single episode we put out right. but i think we're starting to figure it out a little bit for sure Starting sure. to uh, <clears throat> starting to get there. Yeah. So uh, got some good news today. Was eventful. Got uh, got some really good news. Yep. What uh, you got for us, buddy? Uh, took a day off work. Vacation uh, day, well spent. I would say. Looking back, little vacation day. Go uh, ahead and tell us why. I uh, was able to lay the smack down on a buck by nine a.m. So, uh, the zone that we're in in Kentucky, uh, you're allowed one antler deer uh, or four deer in total so i got three doe tags left but i was able to uh harvest my buck and i was pumped about it i mean when i when i called you today i was <laughs> he sh- actually said he was getting ready to drop his phone out of the tree stand because he was shaking so well fat. it was it was a mixture of adrenaline and it was it was it was it was crispy this morning i had ran out from work to to run an errand for for somebody and i was so excited i almost wrecked the car yeah yeah so uh, well uh, if you're if you've ever got the big buck down text or the yeah. big buck down call right and like i got a call from you at 9 a.m when i knew you were you, planning knew, on, you knew where i was yeah i knew he was planning on hunting all day long yeah so when you get a phone call at 9 a.m either he's been fortunate enough to kill one or something has went completely terribly wrong to where he's just calling me while he's in the woods right right but i either killed a big buck or I fell out of my tree stand and I almost did both. So, <laughs> um, go ahead and uh, go ahead and dive into it, man. Yes, yeah, so that's what happened. It, I mean, it not even a buck that we really had on our camera that much. I think we eventually found a picture or two, 
but all in all, like the pictures that we've had since July, um, he hasn't been showing up. He's just a good mature buck. Uh, nothing crazy massive, but he came in, uh, the situation was just kind of right. And, um, I would say it was, a it was a really good deer to kill. He looked older, yeah. you know, you could tell he was definitely mature, you know, um, not the biggest antlered deer, but you know, like I said, you could tell that he was a, a big mature buck and he had kind of been through, been through war a few times is what it looked like. And yeah. I would say as far as antler growth, he was probably definitely kind of on the decline. So really uh, I would not have passed that deer. I probably would have shot that deer also. Yeah, so. for sure. And, and like I said, if he wasn't on the decline, he maybe had one more year of advancing, but, but he, he was right there. I was pleased with it. And like I said, the situation just kind of presented itself. Um, and I took it. So, and you're also looking at a situation where you have a couple more bucks out there that are younger that are, you know, have or already have bigger antlers for sure that are bigger deer and probably one to three years younger than that deer. So, right. you know, the future is very bright in a very promising spot, which is yeah. it's ideal. That's what yeah, you want. And, and this is really our, this is our first year out there too. So oh, yeah. if, if some of these target bucks that I've been watching for a while can manage to survive Kentucky gun season, then we'll have some stallions in there next year and, it, and that's exciting too to kind of have the investment into to deer that you've tracked for you know a couple of years so so you guys that were with us on the last episode we talked about the the layout of this property that we're hunting and we talked about how the uniqueness of it because of the cliff situation and there's cliffs and so there's only certain areas where the deer really travel because it's really the only way that they can and this buck that has killed uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You said he he was kind of halfway up the ridge line, so Hess is down at the bottom. We talked about that last time. Kind of in this intersection where all these hollers kind of come together, and there's cliffs on up the ridge from him. So really, there's only certain places where the deer can kind of come in and cross. It's almost like a natural little intersection there. So this deer's coming from the right to left up on the hillside, right, and then he kind of gets in front of you, uh, kind of turns, comes right down the hill, kind of towards you. And, yeah, once you well, kind of give us the the play by play. Well, the problem was was my my nerves. Um, Old boy got a little uh, buck buck fever <laughs> well, this morning. So so Kentucky's <laughs> opened up quite a bit on their uh, restrictions archery wise. That um, the first two seasons of archery season, uh, you're restricted to just your compound vertical bow, um, and then after the first two weeks, uh, archery wise, you're opened up for crossbow as well. It's my first year with crossbow, um, and we've dialed it in. I mean, I think we shot what sixty yards, sixty-five. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's it's fast. Yeah, it is. Um, and Hess has always uh, complained about his bad shoulders. So right, so it was, it was a perfect situation because if not, I was just going to get one of those variances to have one anyway. That's right. At That's some right. point, so um, so by the time he got to me and come down way too close for comfort and looked at me. I'm just I'm just pumping the air. I'm breathing heavy. I'm nervous as I'll get out. And then by the time I'm able to pull my scope up, I realize I've been breathing hot air. And you thought that he was getting ready to spook. Right? His I head mean, was up. He was he was winding me. I, I was yeah, confident and, that he was going to go anyway. Like we talked about on the last episode, too, it's a lot different out there right now. I mean, all those leaves are down. And, yeah. you know, we had a lot of cover two months ago. And yeah. the 
the direction that he came from, there's not a whole lot of cover. You he's, know, if he comes from any other direction, you've got something there to kind of break you up. But I yeah, mean, he's, he's in like the worst possible situation. He's essentially sitting there right out in the open, almost eye almost level. eye level with you because he's coming down off the hill. Yeah. So I mean, really, you're kind of lucky that he didn't just blow out of there. You know. Right. And when I decide to just take a glance through my scope, I blew hot air on it enough that it's completely fogged up. So I'm in a silent panic. So, rule number one when you get buck fever, when you start shaking really bad, you can't breathe really hard and hyperventilate (laughs) and breathe heavy under scope because uh, when it's 30 degrees, it will fog up and you will not be able to see through it. Yeah, dude, it's it's trial and error. (laughs) Hunting, life, it's all trial and error, man. Everything we talk about is due to something that we have messed up along the way. Right. And that's you know, but yeah. you uh you were able to uh kind of scramble and make a play, right? We, we made a move and, and he looked he looked good enough to me and um it felt right, man. I, and I think that's half the battle too. Like you can make everything kind of fall in line as best you can, but I think a lot of it um is strategy and a lot of it's just luck and or God's plan in certain situations or um and I definitely think it was my situation today. Because, oh, uh, absolutely, man. Actually, sh- you kind of told me how it played out. Right. I completely and, agree. And he, he didn't run maybe 30, 40 yards and ended up falling backwards and ended up harvesting me. I was proud of it. Um, you know, like I said, I, I throughout the day, you know, I, I can kind of humble myself a little bit and, and state that in the back of my mind throughout the day today, I thought, you know, well, that's, that's not my, my big nine point, you know. That's not my tall eight. That's yeah. not these 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 target bucks that we've been talking about, you know, since what I said, July, beginning of August. But I also talked to you on the phone and I know how excited you were and I know right. how fired up you were. So if you're right. that fired up, yeah. then you made the right decision. Right. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. if, I mean And and I've had I've had to come to terms with certain things and, and backpedal in certain situations and I've talked to you vaguely about this. Um I've had locally had a guy that killed a, a very very big buck they, they huge wrote an article about it and, and um, we'll mention it on a later podcast yeah, of what yeah. it actually scores what, what i what i want is at some point have him on this too it's a, you know, it's a freak of you, a deer and you want to talk about just he he, he just he comes across deer like that man he has oh, yeah. these deer and he's he's yep. successful that's right um, he's a godly man like and and i and sharing his post you know one thing i've said like i've known him you know since i was a little kid he's a big family friend of mine um he's just my you know we've always just called him uncle mark you know oh yeah and um the one thing that he mentioned about this is he said you know i don't tell people that i'm lucky i'm blessed and (laughs) the one thing that kind of humbled me is he also said and you know i don't pray for big deer and I thought in my head, well, yep. heck, heck, I do. <laughs> I do all the time. So Hess has told me multiple times when we've been going hunting, he's like, yeah, he's like, I said my prayers last night with, yeah. with my little boys. He's like, yeah. and we said a prayer together, Lord, please help daddy kill a big Yeah, and is it, bad? I, is it bad? I, I almost feel guilty for utilizing. I'm just like, man, like the, the faith of a child is strong. That's right. <laughs> Andy, so, I'm be- gonna need you to re- believe that I can. Repeat after me, right. Daddy will 
he'll lay big buck tomorrow. <laughs> right. Amen. Right. <laughs> right. So the reason I was able to eventually come to terms with, with my hunt today um, and not be picky and pouty about the situation of it not being this buck that I've, you know, spent hours and hours of, of you know, either scouting or preparations or all kinds of things um in the woods this morning you know you weren't able to you had to work Mm -hmm. um and i was by myself so of course that's it's in between perfect time for periodical naps right (laughs) (laughs) little little snoozes (laughs) and been there right and uh being able to talk to god for sure and i specifically remember and i wouldn't say this if it wasn't true because it's it's definitely um, humbling me but um, I told God today with Mark's quote in mind of he's not praying for a big buck and and that's not really what we need to be out there even really praying for no you know no. Um, I because we say all the time it's not it's more about the experience and, and it it's, is. it's more about what you're doing than actually what you're bringing home, what you kill. So, but then we kind of also contradict ourselves of you know, you know, hey, please let me kill a big buck tomorrow. Well, right, because here's you know the, what I mean. He, so he, here's the thing: the flip, you kind of got to take a step back. Right, and the flip side of that is even I killed my buck today, and and even though you know we said we're on doe patrol now, I've caught myself today thinking, well, heck, how am I? Oh, yeah. You know, like now, now when I'm not chasing it anymore because that's my buck tag. But what did I tell you though? You know, now that I've filled my buck tag and you have too, that's going to open up so many more opportunities for us to take other people oh, and try to introduce hunting. We already have a couple of people we've already kind of lined up that we can stay, help help introduce the hunting. Yeah, I want to stay in the woods. Oh yeah, and it's going to be an opportunity for us to take your little boy squirrel hunting. I mean, right. there's so many things, so it's a blessing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a blessing, and your freezer's full. Right. Can't forget that. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> And and so today my conversation was God with God was present to me what you would have me take. Yeah. Um and, and if it's not today, then so be it. Was I planning on being in there from daylight to dark? Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's an old song, an old I think it's an old Southern gospel song that says he's an on-time God. And he mm-hmm. and it says you may not come, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Yeah. Um. So I may have waited around for my what I thought was my target bucks, that wasn't God's target for me, you know. Um. And I think we can get that, um, just life in general. You know what I'm saying? I think we catch ourselves praying for specifics, and not praying for what God would have for us because. Our ways are not God's ways, and I can speak on experience of if I, I got what I wanted, even prayer-wise, the route that I could have taken would have been detrimental. Correct, because we don't know. And like I said, obviously this That's is right. we're just talking deer hunting here. Yeah, and and people could look at it and be like, "Man, y'all are sitting there talking. You're thinking way too deep into this." No, that no, I'm not. But I'm that's not. what this is about. It's, it's an example. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you would have if you would have went down the path that you think back years ago when you're you know you ask god and you pray and you you if you would have actually went down some of those paths that you were like man this is this is what needs to happen what what you want to happen you know what i mean instead of kind of sitting back and and letting god take care of it 
and send you down the path that you need to go you need to go down then where would you be right you know you're going to be in a lot worse spot than you are right now so i think we talked about this before we even press record and i was finally like hey man we need to press record this is it <laughs> yeah, we were you know but yeah. i think it's natural as, as humans and i do this a lot i try to figure everything out on my own that's yeah. one of my my biggest issues you know you're going through struggles or you're going through this or you know I try to figure it all out on my own and I try to do it all on my own. But in reality, it's got to be in God's will. And you got to, you can't figure it out on your own and you're not figuring it out on your own. No. You know, if you're a believer, you're not. So like you said, he shows up on time when, whenever, not whenever you, not your timing. Right. It's his time. Right? And, and one of the biggest aspects for me is I have terrible patience. My patients, they're, they're awful. So when he says he has terrible patience, all right, so keep in mind, I've been really good buddies with this guy for about 15 years here. Hess is incredibly impulsive. So when he says he has terrible patience, he means when he gets something on his mind, like it's got to get done. Those go very hand in impulsive. Hand. Those go hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Because, but not only like impulse is one of those, like you just want immediate results and that's because your, your patients are bad. They, that's right. They, they work off each other. And like you said, I know from experience in my life, you know, um, where I thought, well, this is the best situation. This is the best thing for me mm-hmm. because whatever I th- I thought that I could take it in my own hands and p- pretend that I'm God and make these plans for me instead of seeking what He has for me to do. And thankfully, a lot of those plans got shut down. <laughs> you know, yeah. thank God, because now I look back and think, man, if I would have, man, if I would have done that. Man, if you God, if you would have allowed me to to do that that route, take that path, like where would I have ended up? And he's just like, I, I know where. You're and you ended up on his path, and that's yeah. you're blessed. You know what I mean? Right. We both are. Right. I mean, it's it's incredible. Absolutely. You know? I mean, you try to go on your own path, when in reality, you know, you got to stay on God's path and, and His plans for you. It's got to be in His will. Yeah, and it's funny you said that too. Like I was I was looking up earlier. Um, so I have it here pulled up. It was in Jeremiah. Uh, 29 and 11 and it says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future now we're allowed to deviate from God's plan when I say allowed is he, he allows us to oh yeah you know you're allowed to deviate as far as you want to because he's not going to control what you yeah. but I don't I've I've tasted it and seen enough of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're we're 30 years old. And, oh yeah. And in the 30 years I've been around, like I know, put put it in God's hands. Just turn it over. And you have to because if not, you're gonna you're it's not the outcome is not gonna be good. And not because God's punishing you, but it's because the world we live in. The, I know I keep referencing old songs, but you know the whole I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Like yeah. I can't. Yeah. I just can't. That's right. Makes you me know? think of uh, uh, footprints. Footprints yeah. in the sand. Yeah. 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 So, and I, and I got the, it today was, was humbling. It was exciting. Um, I was very thankful. And even, you know, like I said before, I had a little prayer with the deer, not for the deer, but thanking God for the harvest that he gave me for yeah, me. Man. You're blessed. For my family. Um, and we got it done today. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm, I'm pleased to say that. He allowed me to, and uh, it was a clean ethical shot. Um, and uh, you know, we 
Meat we, on the table, baby. That's it, man. That was it. We're excited. We're happy and the table. I love I love being able to have this this podcast to tell everybody. Buck down in Kentucky for twenty twenty three, man. That's right. The uh buck tags have officially been punched. That's now it. we got three doe tags. That's both six, of it's six, six between us, baby. That's so what we can do. The idea is about the time you all will be hearing this yeah. in the morning. Yeah. We will just be then getting out of the woods. As right. soon as we get internet, right. this, this one's going on. So we might hopefully, have, we might have another doe by then. Yeah. The idea is to go uh, go kill a couple does in the morning and fill that freezer a little bit more. And but like you said too, the one one thing I think we're gonna kind of tackle too is um, we have a handful of uh, young men that's came to us and, and expressed to us that they they also want to kind of get in the woods. Oh yeah, and that's super exciting. You Listen, know what I mean? Like that's, I, I'm almost to the point we talked about this before with with your kids and yeah. I'm to the point where I get more excited when someone else has success than I do myself. Right. You know because, what I mean? Like, like I've been fortunate enough. Like I've, I've killed a good amount of deer cause I've hunted a but, long but time. But you, but you remember those crucial hunts that hooked you. Oh my gosh. Right. Hooked me. Right. Hooked. You know what I mean? Like I, I tell my wife all the time and she gives me a hard time. Like I can remember every deer I've ever shot yeah. where I was yeah. and what weapon I was using. Yeah. I can remember how far it went, how long yeah. it took me to find it, who was there with me. That's why we're still doing it in our thirties. Yes. And we'll but, do it until we're able to. But we we remember that because we love it so whenever you have those people that come to you and they're like you know we want to learn how to hunt or we want to do this and they don't really have anybody to show them like i've said it before listen when you love something that much yeah and you're that passionate about what we're doing right now you want to share it with people right and that's what this is all about man and to have the privilege for us to be the ones that maybe plant that seed that's right that can trickle down to the rest of their lives or they find a buddy that loves hunting too like me and you did and that they're they're the ones doing the podcast, you know, 15, 20 years down the road. You know what I mean? That's exciting. It's so cool, is, man. So. It's so cool. Because well, we've seen firsthand what the outdoors and, you know, can can lead to and, and friendship and, right. you know, and the experiences that you have, the life lessons that you learn. Like we're talking about being humbled, you yeah. know, like a lot of people would look at it as, oh, we're just deer hunting. Yeah. There's so much more to it. And there's so many life lessons that you can take out of this that you can use in your everyday life. Yeah. And it's connected to faith, man. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to all this stuff. <laughs> no, if you I mean, couldn't that's tell, over here, but, but you know, yeah. I mean, it just gets me fired up, man. Because I just feel like you know, this is just the beginning of of all the things that we can kind of talk about, and and just I just hope that if if we could do anything with this, it's that you know we're going to help people and and we're going to kind of spread and be advocates, you know, for for what we believe in, right? You know, I mean, if if we could do that, I mean, then then everything else will take care of itself, you Absolutely. know. But that starts with being genuine, and you know, and talking and letting people see behind the scenes and getting inside your brain whenever you're going through a you know an intense moment of there's a buck at 20 yards and you know what am i thinking about and what am i thankful for and how did it how did it happen you know and, right. and you let yourself open up and be vulnerable and you know you get behind the scenes and man it's just it's really cool yeah. really cool what do you think man you want to put a bow on her yeah that's that's good for now though Listen, guys, we uh, we really, really appreciate all the listeners. We got some great feedback on on episode two, once yeah. again. Uh, just ask that you all give us a share, give us a review. If you like what you're hearing, just uh, let us know. We, uh, we love hearing from you all. And hopefully on the next episode, we will have filled the freezer a little bit more and yeah. knocked down a couple of does in the morning. Yeah. That's the idea. That's the plan, man. Well, we will catch you all next time on the God's Country podcast where we talk about faith, family, and the outdoors. See ya.